You're listening to the B2B Growth Think Tank, the show that brings you the virtual hot seat where each week my expert guests and I help another business leader by masterminding actionable solutions to a specific challenge they're currently trying to solve in their business. So if you're looking for answers to a specific challenge that you're facing, that if you could solve in the next 90 days would have a huge impact on your growth, send it in to thinktank at thinklikeafish.co.uk and we'll see if we can feature you on the show. My name is Adam King, your host and the captain of the ship at growth consultancy Think Like a Fish. And if you're ready to rethink what's possible for your business and discover the growth strategies, advice and insight to turn this new vision into a reality, let's get started. Hey, Adam here, and thanks very much for tuning in. And as you are, I'm going to make the assumption that you are responsible for generating revenue for an established B2B professional service business, and you're looking to grow your revenue. So what I've got for you, you're going to absolutely love because I've recently released my new revenue multiplier calculator and bonus training where using this tool and following the training, you'll discover how to uncover the hidden revenue opportunities in your business and be able to systemize your growth using seven revenue multipliers that can double your business in 12 months or less. So if you want to go and grab your copy, go to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash calculator. Now on to today's episode. What has come in this week is a question around, it's quite a short one actually, but it's it's short and concise enough, I think, that um, it, it's going to open up a lot of sort of areas. And I know that this is uh, something near and dear to you as well. So today's um, virtual hot seat challenge is how do I come up with content ideas, publish more consistently and choose the right channels when it comes to promoting my recruitment firm. So this is somebody with a recruitment firm. We don't know size, we don't know resources, all the rest of it. But what, when it comes to that sort of challenge that somebody has at the moment, what, what are the, some of the first things that come to mind for you? I think with this question, it would be really important to break this into three separate questions because I think there's three different answers in there. And starting with the easiest one is the channels. Figure out where is your target market. Like if it's a recruitment firm, my assumption would be it's going to be LinkedIn. Distribution time, figure out a schedule and stick to it. Whether or not you want to use something like Hootsuite and just schedule something in the morning so you've got posts going up throughout the day or you want to set a reminder in your phone, you can do that at various different times to just get it out there. Again, those are the basics, but I think a lot of people overthink them. Mm. And then... As for the determining content as well, this is something I love because this is, I said to you before, I guess one of my big passions and I see so many people struggling to create content because they're overthinking it. The, I don't know about you, but for me on a foundational level when creating content, the easiest way to get ideas is to think about what are your target markets struggling with? So because it's a recruitment consultant, I would think get them to think about what questions are they being asked on a regular basis? What are people wanting to know about? What concerns do they have? What mistakes are they making? I'd also challenge them to get a notepad and pen. And whenever someone has a problem or has an issue or something comes to mind, write it down. And then even as a step on from there, just tell stories. Like you can talk about, you don't have to give details and names and everything else. But if you deal with someone who had a particular challenge, chances are other people are going to have the same problems. And you can just tell those stories back. Mm. Yeah. And, and I agree with all of that. And I think that 
when it comes to it, it all comes around like what is your client or potential client going to be interested in far too many times we think right i've got to create content and then you just sort of you know spew stuff out that you you think people are going to be interested in all the rest of it so yeah absolutely thinking where are they where are they hanging out and what questions are you being asked and if you are not necessarily being asked enough questions go out and ask your clients your market go and actually talk to them ask them you know industry trends what's going on and it doesn't even necessarily have to be all around recruitment what's going on in their world and and sometimes that's some of the best content it's not actually directly about what you do it's more about what's going on for them in their business around you know, the industry or, or whatever's going on. And I think that that's, that's something we sometimes forget if we just dive straight in to creating content. And, and what I like about this is it kind of comes a little bit full circle with, with some of what we've discussed earlier. And that is before you think about any of this, why are you doing it? Like that'd be my first question. Why do you want to create content? And that would be, I would assume, answered with a lot of the reasons why, et cetera, et cetera, but we don't know what they are. But if it is like the, the goal of creating content is what? To become more visible? What does that mean? Like, what are, your, what are your metrics going to be around it? Like, how are you going to know if this is going to be successful when it comes to investing all this time that you may or may not have creating this content or even investing in others creating it for it is going to take time or money. So why are you doing it? What is your goal? And then what is your plan? See the full circle thing going on. It's like, what is your plan to achieve the goal? Where does content fit in that plan? It's not necessarily content for content's sake. And I think if, if there was one thing out there that I could sort of like help people see, it's like when people say content is king, they're missing quite a lot of the actual point of that. Content is king, but only when it's relevant to your market and only when it's relevant to what it is going, what you actually want it to do for your business. So if, if you can find out that there are better ways of actually achieving the goal that you're trying to achieve, maybe content isn't the right thing. What is your offer? Who is your target market? Do you need to be chucking? There's very successful business that don't put tons and tons of content. Yes, there is content out there. But I think what I read into this was, regular posting, social media, et cetera, et cetera. And that is, I've heard the term, the hamster the wheel, the content hamster wheel of death. Because it can become that. Maybe you don't need to. Maybe you need to invest in some key pieces of content, like flagship content that you'll dine out on for a year. Yeah. An example is writing a book. You've done this. Like this is a way of creating content that can have benefits that roll out over and over and over again but that is a marquee a flagship piece of content now you will have had a plan I behind that. couldn't agree more one thing i'd also like to add in as well is a lot of people feel like they have to keep reinventing the wheel so like oh, i need to keep making content over and over whereas what you said of building out your flagship content you could get 12 to 15 questions and ideas and you could just keep recycling the content. Like a lot of people make a piece of content, they'll post it once and then just forget about it and move on. Mm. Whereas most people aren't going to see it. So you can just keep using it over time. And also people as well, this is one of the biggest traps and I'll I put my hand up and admit that I fell into this in the past as well. If 
having that fear that you're repeating yourself. Like a lot of people worry like, oh, if I, I've spoken about this already, I can't keep saying it. Whereas people have such small attention spans and I can't remember the exact statistic. There was a study or something on this. I think it was someone needs to hear something seven times in different ways until they connect with it. So you need to say the same things over and over, just word it slightly different. So it might feel repetitive to you, but it's going to drive the point home to your listener. And on a mindset block even further, one of the biggest uh, problems I'll see people um, worrying about is that they're not unique. They'll be like, oh, I can't talk about this because that person's already talking about it. Like, you don't need to re reinvent the wheel. Like, there's nothing new. What people are going to buy is you. They're going to buy your personality, your approach, and who you are. It's the same reason if you go on TikTok or LinkedIn or Facebook or whatever, any topic, you're probably going to find hundreds, if not thousands of people talking about the same thing. And you're, even if you think right now of someone that you really like, like anyone listening to us, I'm sure you've got thought leaders or people who talk about topics that interest you. They're not going to be the only people who talk about that, but you probably listen to them because you like who they are. You've become associated with that. And it's going to be exactly the same for this recruitment consultant. So if they've got a fear of, oh, I don't want to be look like everyone else, your differentiator is you. I think that's so important to remember. 100%. And it's... It's yeah, it's a mind block thing. It's like, well, it, it depends. Well, some people will have different mind, mind blocks around all sorts of different things. It's like, well, who's going to listen to me? Blah, blah, blah. What have I got to offer, et cetera, et cetera. That's one side of things. And then the other is, I want to make sure it's perfect. I am so knowledgeable. I want the world to know that. And I will not put anything out until it is 100% perfect. Right. And there's, you know, it's almost two extremes on, on the same sort of spectrum. And so you've got to kind of like, I, I'm almost sort of thinking that the, the, the question itself, like how do I come up with content ideas? How do I publish consistently? There's something in though, you know, the way that that is worded a little bit is that there's a bit of, there is a bit of fear in it because <laughs> the way that you come up with ideas is, you know, it, it's simple. Like there, there are multiple different ways of doing it. The number one is go and talk to your clients. The other one is go and look what other people are talking about, you know, in the target market that you actually want to go and speak to. Another way is go and look on, um, you know, Reddit sites, Quora sites, look on Amazon for book reviews and see what people are asking questions. About. And there's so many ways of coming up with ideas. That's not the problem. The problem is consistency, if that is what you're wanting to do but it's just implementation a lot of the time and just accept that not everything that you put out is going to be a, you know, Pulitzer prize winning piece of literature potentially, or a, you know, an Oscar winning performance on video. Like it's not going to happen, but you know what Couldn't will happen if you don't do it? Nothing. <laughs> like nothing if anything, this is a, this is a challenge that one of my coaches gave me a few years ago, and I'd love to pass this on to everyone listening to this, where I had this perfectionism thing where it would take me hours to do a short video, and i just keep redoing it over and over again, and I was just stuck in my own head. And he challenged me for 30 days straight to just do a Facebook Live. And whatever it was, think of the topic for the day and just hit play and record. And the reason why that's so important is firstly, get your confidence up. Secondly, every video you do, you're going to get better. Like your first one's probably going to suck and that's okay. 
like no one's really going to watch it anyway like you're starting mm. out you're going to build your brand over time and also people connect with the human to human things so if you're kind of mumbling your words or you're not perfect it makes you more relatable whereas if you've got everything perfect it's less relatable so actually the opposite of that fear people have and also then you just hit record and it's done in two three minutes and you put it out there so rather than it taking hours and you're overthinking it and then after that 30 days you can go back through and you can see okay what got engagement what was interesting what did people like and then you can really break that down and going back to planning again you can put together a plan going forward of what worked what didn't what do i need to do more of mm, that's just this ever-evolving thing yeah and that is the the key to a lot of this. It's it you actually have to what's the book? Feel the fear and do it anyway. Sometimes when it comes to this sort of thing, uh, you know. Another or on the opposite is, you know, ditch the perfection and do it anyway. <laughs> like it's it, it it's two sides of the same coin, you know, kind of. But if you, you, if content and as we said earlier, if content is the thing that you have seen or identified in your business that is going to be the thing that moves the lever the, you know, the the biggest towards the goal that you have set yourself then absolutely there are multiple ways that you can do it etc um there are you know god there are services out there that will create some of your content for you there's services out there i've had um amy woods on this podcast and on the um uh the 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 the, the relaunch of the b2b growth think tank her entire business is about repurposing content don't, you know, if, if you're, if you're wanting to sort of think, how do I do content consistently? Well, the easiest one is to go and talk to a company like that, because they will help you literally create the content once and they will repurpose it. And then you don't have to worry about consistency because they're doing it for you. You know, there are so many different options. Maybe the funds aren't there, whatever, but if you have identified content as a thing that's going to move the needle an investment in that is going to produce an ROI. Also, if you want to go to multiple channels, playing into that, another simple method you could do, this is something I used to do in the past, is set aside 30 minutes a day, record a short video. This could be anything from five to 10 minutes or whatever long you want to make it. Then from there, you put that video out on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, whatever that may be. You can strip the audio away from it, whack it on Anchor and put it out as a podcast. And then you can take some of the text from the, that, turn it into email to your newsletter. And you can even take chunks out of that and turn that into text posts to put on all the channels. So it's not going to take you more than 30 minutes a day once you get into that system. And you've just created 10 to 20 pieces of content off the back of one short video. And if you've put sat down, like if I look at my messaging for my business, I've got about 15 key pain points, which are the issues that I talk about. And the only things I talk about when it comes to kind of mindset and performance fall into that realm. Mm-hmm. I will do a combination of lifestyle posts and fitness and outside the business to show personality in a different side. But I always know that that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So for the recruiter, that could be mistakes people are making, challenges, best practices, issues in the industry, what people need to get better at, how to perform better in interviews, whatever it may be, make your list. And then every day, just pick one and talk about it mm, and then absolutely. just repurpose it. Absolutely. And, um, you know, something that I use with, um, with, with clients is something I call the, um, the results flywheel. And it's, it's kind of like you mentioned, you've got sort of 15 topics, like, like I've got with the growth accelerator ecosystem, there's three stages and nine parts. 
And every piece of content that I create can be linked back into one of those parts. So it's kind of like, you know, frequently asked questions, problems, um, challenges, processes to achieve a goal, all that kind of thing. It's like, right, I'm just going to pick one if I want to create the content. I mean, the majority of content I create comes from this podcast anyway. And I naturally am having the conversations around those types of things. And I can always link it back into my flywheel. But that structures things. And I have a structure, you know, if I want to record videos or something like that, it's like it's quite a structured way of doing it. But that is a plan. Like having that plan is so vital. But if you don't have that and you haven't said, right, these are the things. And you can say and talk about one thing, you know, I don't know, uh, let's talk, you know, uh, client attraction, lead generation. (laughs) My God, like if that was one part, I can talk, you know, there are hundreds and hundreds of ways of talking about that in, a, you know, in, in different ways. And I'm sure it's the same for you with the things that you have. There are so many nuances around it and you talk about the same thing over and over and over, as you said. So there's, there's a lot of, um, a lot of ways that we can look at content. I think the, the, the key thing is, as we said at the beginning, is it the thing that is going to move the needle right now? And if it is great, go and do it. But maybe ask yourself that question before you jump in and, and literally commit everything to it. So um, oh, thank you. Um, that, was, that, was, that was good fun. So that's it for this episode. I hope you found it valuable. I hope you got some great ideas that you can take away and apply to your business to help you grow. If you did, please share it with somebody else that might also find this valuable because they will thank you for it. Also, to let you know that I have a podcast gift page where I put a lot of resources that I love to share with my listeners. You can find the links to join the Facebook community there and you can get my book, The Conversational Relationship Marketing and the audiobook version all for free, plus a number of other resources I'll be adding over time on that page. So make sure you head there to thinklikeafish.co.uk forward slash podcast gift and you can help yourself to the things that make most sense to you and if you have enjoyed the show please make sure you're subscribed you'll get updated as the new episodes come out and finally last favor please consider giving the show your honest rating and review on apple podcasts i read every single one they mean the world for me i love hearing from my listeners and it does help others find the show as well so if you want to go and do that i'd really appreciate it until next time have an awesome day and we'll speak soon